The views or opinions expressed during the Sherlock fancast are solely those of the individuals and or the part of the collective fandom, and do not necessarily represent those of BBC or the cast and crew of Sherlock. The Sherlock fancast is not responsible and does not verify for accuracy of any of the information regarding the show or the original Arthur Conan Doyle novel series. All properties mentioned on the Sherlock fancast are owned by the respectively named owners including but not limited to Mark Gattis, Stephen Moffat, and Arthur Conan Doyle. It's for fun, guys. Deal with it. Also, jam, 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 jam. Oh, how I love it. This podcast contains content that some listeners may find disturbing. This program also contains swearing, adult themes, and possible spoilers for episodes 1 through 3 of BBC's Sherlock. This show should not be heard by young children. Viewer discretion is advised. From the spookiest corner of the internet, welcome to episode 5 of the Sherlock Fancast. I'm your host. Shut up! <laughs> I, I can see this. you laughing! Okay, everyone has to turn their video off. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I'm your host, Mia. Sherlock with fan- with the spookiest fandom, because oh. we are creepy as fuck. <laughs> I'm your host for today, Mia. With me today, I have my co host, Humna. Jasmine. Hello. Kate. Hello. And we will have two special guests on later in the episode. Okay, so we're going to start with our little bit of news that we have for today. Starting with the House of Silk book, um, written by Anthony Horowitz, is coming out uh, on November 1st, so by the time this podcast goes up we're recording on Sunday um, it will be out already so yes is anyone here going to buy it I'm poor Maybe. yeah I'm thinking yeah. I already have enough books I'll ask, probably ask for it for Christmas yeah you should mail it over here when you're done with it <laughs> <laughs> oh you're so mean and uh, speaking of books I've also seen this really cool um, article uh, lately that came out and it's talking about how you can buy your own personalized Sherlock Holmes book and it's off this website called classicbookbyyou.com and it's described here in this article as uh, an influential 1893 compilation that contains suspenseful tales of family secrets dastardly conspiracies and international intrigue now, readers can put themselves into five roles, including world-renowned sleuth Sherlock Holmes, his loyal friend and the book's narrator, John Watson, and even notorious vixen Irene Adler. So I guess essentially what it's going to do is it's just going to take out all the what? places where it says Sherlock Holmes and put in, like, Mia or something like that. It's kind of funny. <laughs> that is so fucking You know badass. someone's going to buy it and be like, the doctor and Rose. <laughs> oh no! Only 
From Tumblr. Yep. <laughs> and then yeah, they'll yeah. be sending it around on Tumblr. I'll, I'll do the Doctor and Canton Everett Delaware the Third, and everyone. <laughs> yes. But yeah. So Rory and Amy. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh my god. Rory secretly a Time Lord genius. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Too much awesome <sighs> in him. Uh, this is supposed to be a Sherlock fan cast, but you know, whatever. Let's just talk about Doctor Who. It's all the same thing, pretty much. Depending <laughs> on who you ask. <laughs> uh, it's all the same writer, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Moffin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of his uh, works are pretty much in the same universe. Just smaller parts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's pretty cool. There's all these like new books coming out, and there's a couple of other ones that have come to... Um, become quite popular with the uh, Sherlockian debate coming up. Some of the writers have been uh, having their books promoted a lot more. Um, so that's kind of cool. We're, you know, hearing about more works and things like that. I mean, this one's a little weird, I guess. It's, you know, kind of a little bit of a cash grab, if, you know, you ask me. But I, mean, it'd be, it, I think it'd be kind of cool to see yourself, like, in a Sherlock Holmes book. Especially if you're like, I don't know, I'd want to be John Watson. I could be John Watson. I'd want to be Moriarty. <laughs> Being that one, you—that's you, you're paying for like a fifth of the book right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then you died. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Um, and then our, of course, our biggest piece of news is the um, confirmation. I guess it's—I say confirmation lightly. Um, that uh, Sherlock is going to be coming out in early January. So, woo, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put, like, some, like, hallelujah music there or something. Um, <laughs> it'll be great. Uh, and so some of the details that I just have here is that it was uh, Laura Pulver was on some show called Saturday Kitchen, and when she was asked about it, she had confirmed that it was coming out in January of next year. And... So there's been, like, some other stuff that has come out as well, uh, just saying that it will be available in the U.S. May 6th on PBS Masterpiece Theater. Though, I mean, I'm sure anyone... Uh, we have British live streams. Yeah, so we have an actual... Fan. If there aren't British live streams, I will cry. I will well, we're cry gonna... and cry and cry. Mm-hmm. We'll have, like, Forever. 5 billion download links after yeah. they premiere. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, considering between January and May, like... Really? You think everyone's not going to have seen it already by then? But oh well. Have you seen the GIF that has um, Sherlock saying, John, let's, it's time to go upstairs or something like that? Because it looks like he's actually saying that, but I haven't seen a video of it happening. No, I haven't seen this. Is it? Does it look like it's from this series or from the... Yeah, it looks like it's from the new series. Oh. Because ha- he's in the blue room, the mysterious blue room that we saw. Holy oh. Shit. So, yeah. next season, all the smut. That sex scene we've been waiting for. Yes! Yes! <laughs> um, I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay. This is awkward. No, no you won't. You're such a liar. You'll be like, <laughs> like, like oh Antia, yeah. Like, can I just have an Anthea naked scene in there to compensate? <laughs> She'll just walk in like halfway. Just like, Anthea and Sarah. I didn't mean to be in here. What am I doing? <laughs> You know, so you ask for things like that, and you're just going to end up being trolled, and it's going to be like Mrs. Hudson walking in. (laughs) (laughs) And then Moffat will just laugh at you. You asked for a woman, and you didn't specify. (laughs) (laughs) 
Dear God. Oh, what are you doing? You asked for a woman and you did specify, but ha 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 ha. But I don't listen anyways. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the other thing that was, uh, was said was that Amazon UK will have the DVDs up by March 5th. So, who? Yay. <laughs> I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that, like, oh, it doesn't really come as a surprise, seeing as we kind of heard that it was going to come out in January anyways, but at least now we kind of have a confirmed date for it, so, like, we have something to hold them to. We have that month specifically, definitely. Yeah. So if by the end of that month it's not out, everyone's just going to kill themselves or something. <laughs> It'll be great. Or Massive. Moffat. Yep. Or both. Yep. We'll all, like, get together in a big room and just drink like that. Yeah. yeah, it'll be like that. <laughs> and we'll have the pills. Oh, dear. <laughs> Put on, like, these black robes. Yep. Everyone drink. It'll be like a crazy cold. <laughs> I'll just wear my... I'll start wearing my black armband early. I'll be like, you know what? This is for the death of my soul, because I haven't brought it out yet. Um, yeah, so that's all of our news for today. So, um, I, I had originally had this article that we're going to do for a debate topic in the news section, but... I couldn't, I couldn't think of a debate topic, so I'm just, and I'm so angry about this that we're going to just dissect this entire thing until it's good and dead. So, yeah, we're going to go into our debate topic now. And it's on this article, and I will definitely make sure to post it. It's done by Stuart Heritage, who's a writer, reporter, guy from The uh, Guardian. And, I mean, which, considering is a pretty big uh, newspaper reporting play thing, thing, thing. entity um, from the UK. And this, this article was written, and the headline of it is, Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes versus the BBC's Artful Detective. Uh, will the return of Richie's slinking super sleuth be a match for Benedict Cumberbatch? What clues does the trailer hold? So, of course, the trailer they're talking about is the new trailer that came out about a week ago um, for the new movie that's Game of Shadows. Yep. And, um, you know, so I was looking for news, and I was like, oh, I clicked on this, because, you know, obviously with um, the great debate coming up, in it's on the 10th of November, things are starting to heat up a little, and we're seeing more people kind of you know, put in their opinions and talk about it. So I was like, oh, this will be interesting. Maybe I'll see if, you know, see what they they thought about it. And, you know, being the Guardian, I thought it would be something not biased and well-written and not this, essentially this shit Bullshit. show that it is. I'm, I'm yeah. going to come out and say it. We're, it has to be satire. Yeah, I'm I mean, it, yeah, it just, it has to be some kind of joke because this is, I mean, it's just poorly thought out and it's, it's just, it's horrible. Like, I, we can, I, we're lucky okay, that okay, we can just say this because we're not, you know, we've already come to the stance that we're not, that we are biased and that whatever, but this is just, uh, it's a joke. Okay, like, can I just, like, excerpt what they said about the best Watson thing? Well, we're going to go through all of the sections and just kind of Please. talk about them, so. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to. Well, we'll start with best homes then. Yeah, so, yeah, the, the, they split them up into different. I don't even know what you call it. Like, categories, yeah. basically. But they're kind of stupid yeah. categories. And pretty much there's no reason for them to even have them, seeing as pretty much all of them, they've made um, the new movie win for 
whatever reason. So the first one that's on here, of course, is Best Homes. And what it says is, at least Richie has this category in the bag from the get-go. The BBC only has Benedict Cumberbatch's homes, which is good and all, but Guy Ritchie has <laughs> Iron Man, for crying out loud. There's no beating that. To which I say... Except for, like, Benedict's in a bunch of movies that are going to get Oscar nods yeah, exactly. this year. Like, what? Is Iron what? Man going to win? Probably nothing. Oh, God. A couple toys. The Avengers <laughs> will win all of the MTV Movie Awards, yeah. and War Horse and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy will win all of the Oscars. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. The like, there's no backing for this that counts as anything. Anyways, the only thing that he seems to cite as being some kind of winning, like, reason is the fact that he is Iron Man, which, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mister, who writes this article, but you seem to be confused. His name is Robert Downey Jr., and he's an actor who played Iron Man. We're not talking about Tony Stark playing Sherlock Holmes here. And you <laughs> that would be hilarious. I think that, <laughs> that would be really funny. Very different. Fan fiction needed yeah. this minute. <laughs> it's just, what is, like, what are you even <laughs> saying? Like, okay, the best Watson... And uh, it's just like, once again, Richie runs away with this. The Watson in the BBC Sherlock production is played by a lovely old Martin Freeman with his physical looks and Paul Wheeler ha- haircut. But has he ever worn a, worn a hat as silly as this? And even has he has it been perched at such a preposterously jaunty angle? No, and this is why Richie has the advantage. That's okay, not that is, has to be a joke. Okay. That is like... Yeah, yeah, right. And has jumpers that are awesome. So yeah, right. you know what you don't see in the in the the Guy Ritchie movie? A sandwich shop. There's no sandwich shop besides. Let me just professional trolling. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is just professional trolling. So there is no way that the person who wrote this actually means a word. I know, like, but. Still. They might think that the Guy Ritchie movie may end up better than the BBC series, which is a fine thing to think if you want to think that. Mm-hmm. But he's obviously using ridiculously dumb reasons God, so. to get this across. Is, and it's just does, like, does, um, does the debate, guys. We're rising to the debate of the trolls. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, the, the thing is, is that I, I wish he would have stated that from the beginning because he really hasn't. Like, all it says in here is, like, his beginning statement is when Guy Ritchie directed Sherlock Holmes in 2009, he didn't have a care in the world, nobody has taken any interest in Holmes for years, so when he decided, you know, that there right there is pretty wrong, um, so when he decided to update the character as a cross between Jonathan Creek and Macho Man Randy Savage, which, again, like, what are you talking about? He pretty much had the run of the place. But the forthcoming Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, exists in an entirely different environment. Now it has to compete. For many, the definitive Sherlock Holmes is now the modern-day modern BBC version. This means that Richie's Holmes has yeah. to go out of its way to differentiate itself even further to stand out. But can it succeed? Let's look at, let's look at the latest trailer for Sherlock Holmes, A, Games of Shad- A Game of Shadows, to see it, if it can pull off an unlikely win. Which, I mean, like, you would think if he was trying to joke around, he would make some kind of if it, indication yeah. earlier. But I, I don't know. I think that his list of things, you know, how he has, he has best exploding tree sequence twice. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> three times, excuse me. Three times is three. when Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes wins the best exploding tree sequence. Like, 
There's no way. And yeah. sexiest female lead. And all it says after sexiest female lead is, oh, Guy Ritchie, you never let me down. It's a clean sweep for Guy Ritchie. Hooray. In your face, BBC. And it's that picture of Robert Downey Jr. cross-dressing from Game of Shadows, which everyone is obviously very excited for. Yeah. Like, But you don't, I mean, he's he's trolling so hard. And now that I've noticed that he's trolling, it's really funny. Yeah. But, I mean, could you could you not believe that there would be someone out here that would list these kind of reasonings? Because I think, not to be offensive or anything, but I kind of think I could see someone who would be a fan of this as, you know, Legit. Yeah, being like, well, hats. You know what? You know, the thing is, is that I kind of see the movie. That would make me really sad if there was a Sherlock Holmes fan, a legitimate Sherlock Holmes fan, Sadness. who it really came down to hats. I would be really disappointed. Well, I mean, but the thing is, is, do you think this person is even actually a fan? Like, this person could have just been told, Probably. okay, well, I need you to write this article about blah, 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 blah. Right? Like, I'm, I'm he sure probably that happens just all saw the time. trailer yeah. and was like, that hasn't seen anything from Sherlock because it's like, okay, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. it around. What is this other? That would be hilarious. I would respect him so much for that if he wasn't a fan and just made all that shit up. <laughs> I would be like, he's just like, going you are half a fan. There's no way he can be a fan and write that. I'm sorry, yeah. but. Five stars. <laughs> I don't know. It's ridiculous. Like. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'd laugh so hard. I, I respect and kind of hate this man all at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys should all go and look at uh, the rest. Of the Read that article and ridiculous. look at your troll. Goggles. It's it's, it's honestly so troll. silly. But yeah, I uh, it just I don't know. I saw it and just looking at it, I was like, ah, I want to go blow something up. Like, ah. <laughs> I bet you Moriarty read this, and this is why he's so angry. He saw this in the future, and he was like, fuck is this. It's like beer. It's not the beer. Yeah, exactly. not the beer. <laughs> Gim. Oh my God, Lord of the Rings crossover with Gimli as Moriarty. Oh no. <laughs> I went I there. I don't think I could take him seriously if he had to look up at everyone, including Martin. Freeman. Oh no, including Martin Freeman. That would be horrible. No, the hobbits are shorter than the dwarves. But who would the hobbits be? They'd be like the 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 victims who are like hostages in Great Game. No, 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 no. The hobbits should definitely be. Um, Aragorn is totally Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> we should not have this conversation. <laughs> we should save this. I know what I'm adding to my crossover list. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, well, I think I Sherlock of the Rings. <laughs> uh, oh no, 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 no. Lord of the Sherlock. You know that ring is just my cross. <laughs> it's my cross ring. It's all the evil in it. So- <laughs> my crop is Sauron. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, and Sauron is Anthea. Oh, God. Okay. I- Wait. Nope. Okay. And I-, I need to think of a way to mix Sherlock with they're taking the Hobbit to Isengard. <laughs> <laughs> they're taking Scotland Yard to Isengard. In a taxi cab? What are you talking about? I am so shutting this down because this conversation should be had in our top ten, um, <laughs> if, if at all. Because, we can revive it then. Yeah, but yeah, so we're gonna go on a short break, and um, I'll see you guys in about ten minutes. So, or two seconds if you're on the thing. 
Welcome back, everyone. This is the Sherlock Fancast, Episode 5. And we're here now with our two guests for today. Uh, we have Charlotte. Would you like to say hello? Hello. <laughs> and is, it's Sean Zay, right? Yes. yes. Greetings. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm saying I love it. she says greetings like she's a little alien. <laughs> I'm sorry. Greetings, Earthling. <laughs> well, this no, is I, ten, I tend to speak like that. <laughs> It's cool. Don't worry. Um, yes. So yeah, she, she does that all the time. Welcome for coming on the show, or welcome to the show, and we're glad to be able to have you guys on. Thank you for thank you for having us. Oh, well, yeah, it's really nice. Yes, yeah, so we we love having our our little guests. You guys are so great. So, yes. So we're just gonna jump right into our um, top ten for this week. I have to celebrate you, baby. I have to praise you like I should. And our top ten is our top three to five this week, and it's um, it's our favorite crossovers from Sherlock. So, uh, what we're gonna do is we're just going to go around in a circle. We'll start with Jasmine, then it'll go to Kate, okay. then uh, Charlotte. Then Hamna and then Shanze will be last. And oh, I'm not first anymore. What? That's just the way it shows up on my thing. Don't <laughs> question me. Don't. <laughs> hey, I'm not last. I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. Um, and we're just gonna start from our five and then work up to our number one. So, I will start. And my number five is uh. Sherlock Generations crossover, which essentially, I don't know why they wrote Generations, but okay. Um, what it is, is a crossover of the different types of Sherlock. So, say for example, um, Robert Downey Jr. crossover with the BBC version. Fuck that. What? Damn it. I said I no. that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's on there. Oh, um, my, I have three. My top. Well, my third one is Nightmare Before Sherlock, and it's oh, yes. basically the Nightmare Before Christmas with Sherlock, and it has Sherlock as um, Jack, I believe his name is, and Mycroft as the mayor, and John as Sally. Yeah. And it's really funny. It's like the best thing ever. Yeah, I've seen some pretty cool pictures for it. I also good. only have three. My third is um, Sherlock the Vampire Slayer. Which is a crossover oh, with Buffy. <laughs> yeah. It's a crossover with Buffy where I don't really care what you do with it. Like, Sherlock can be Buffy. Sherlock could be, like, gender bent as the vampire slayer. He could be, like, Angel's Place. I don't give a crap. But he could be on a case and Buffy happens to be there. I don't even care. Just, just have Sherlock the vampire back. slayer. <laughs> But then you have the Moriarty as Spike Factor, and it just gets really crazy. And oh my god, that's awesome! I know. <laughs> oh, it's fabulous. I think Humna's next. Uh, no, oh, Charlotte. Um, nope, Humna. Don't you? Oh, are we starting? <laughs> Charlotte next. <laughs> oh, okay. We're <laughs> so just saying our fifth one because um, my fifth is Sherlock with a Hitchhiker's Guide. <gasps> yes. Oh yes, that's I love that. One. I could, I wouldn't even even thought about that. Sherlock B. Arthur Dent. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I feel like John could be Marvin the paranoid android and just bring his game down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Aww. That's it would be adorable. I like that. <laughs> um, 
Hamna, what's your number five? Or, or... Um, mine is Sherlock in Wonderland, as um, John as Alice, and you know Sherlock as the crazy caterpillar caterpillar guy. <laughs> Doing all the drugs. <laughs> Sherlock likes all the narcotics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be so like so interesting to get into who plays what different roles. Like, totally see Mycroft as the Queen of Hearts. Oh no! I can oh my goodness! In a dress. <laughs> be really oh, no, but he would have to. He would have to be at the tea party so he could eat infinite cake. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it's a good. So he would be the March. Maybe he could hair. be the March hair. Yeah. Oh, now I'm just imagining him as like with the big head and everything. Oh god. <laughs> would Moriarty be the Cheshire Cat? Yes. Who oh. totally? Um, what if the white rabbit was Stanford? Oh god. Um, Shanze, what's yours? Uh, your number five. Um, mine is actually Treklock, and it's really not that popular. I guess it's kind of rare, uh, but I came across a couple of fics, and I formulated my own ideals about the crossover. Just like seeing how well Spock would get along with the equally practical Sherlock is kind of amusing. Oh my but also god. Get, yeah, like also a doctor. Yeah. You yeah, need to send me some of this. <laughs> okay, but yeah. wouldn't Sherlock and give him all kinds of crap about Ponfar? He'd be like, Spock, what's wrong with you giving in to your human weakness? And they would argue. And it would be yes, sad. But I feel like, I feel like, in terms of, you know, discussing um, calculations and being all logical and such, they would be very good partners, especially in the field of, like, command when they're just standing there and they don't know what to do and, you know, they're both just speaking out at the same time. I don't know, I can imagine that. And then I imagine, you know, the doctor, Dr. McCoy, to be, you know, very... He, he'd be ridiculing all the issues with space travel and humans, and John would just kind of laugh at him in response because they're both doctors and they'd have, like, a good old time. And I feel <laughs> oh, like it would be really cool to imagine. That's, that's, that's wonderful. Awesome. Yes. Um, okay, Amy, yeah. yes, I'm going to go into, I have, I have, I can't count. Oh, I have four on <laughs> Whoa. We already knew that. Why was that? That know. took me way too long. Um, okay. <laughs> it's cool. I tried to do math once and it didn't end well. <laughs> Apparently I kept two plus two together. Um, okay, well, my number three is um, Potterlock. Uh, just because I love seeing all the different pictures of them wearing the uh, robes and stuff. It's so great. Um, for I feel like everything can be put into Hogwarts, I swear. Yes, pretty much pretty anything. Much. anything. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I'm just going to say what I think, how, what house they would be in, just because um, it kind of relates. And it obviously doesn't have to relate for um, you guys. But for me, I think... Um, Sherlock would be in Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw. and uh, John would be in Hufflepuff, and Mycroft would be in Slytherin. So. And Lestrade oh, wow. would be in Gryffindor. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I see that. I, I see that. Mm-hmm. Mine's, like, really similar to that, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> so Mine's the same thing. Jasmine, what's yours? My number two is also Potterlock, but I have... Um, John as Gryffindor. I can't see him as a Hufflepuff. I don't know why. But well, I mean, he, I has he works better as a loyal thing, but he's also very brave. So I guess he's it's very, it's very subjective to who you talk to. That's for sure. Like yeah. a lot of people yeah, think and also, Slytherin. That does not mm-hmm. compute yeah. to me. He's but. not very secretive. So, yeah. I mean, he will go through any means to achieve the end, though. So. Yeah. True. That thing is true. But, but the thing that defines how, him is his, is mind. his intelligence. Yeah. So yeah. 
I could see how it's like interp like it can be interpreted either way because they do display qualities from you know a lot of different like houses. So I can see like theoretically, Harry- John could also be a Ravenclaw because he's a fucking doctor. Yeah. Yeah. He went through a lot of school for that. You know, I could see it getting down to, um, maybe not so much with John, but maybe more with Sherlock, uh, where he would get up to being at the Sorting Hat, and he would, kind of with the same way that Harry was like, oh, I don't want to be in Slytherin, and so he kind of decided that he wanted to be in Slytherin. And he would say that just because Mycroft's in Slytherin. Yep. I can see it. Uh, he'd be like, oh, oh my god, don't put me in this. <laughs> like, no way. Oh, don't make me stuck in this person's... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And Kate? Okay, um, my number two is also Nightmare Before Sherlock, because at first I was just... I'm not very big into crossovers in general, so this one was sort of like... I had to, like, scratch, like, pull from my mind to find a, think of ones that I liked. And I really like Nightmare Before Sherlock, mostly because of the uh, the fan art that's done for it, and it's just adorable and hilarious, and I, I, I love like, the really Mycroft as the, the mayor thing <laughs> yes. killed me. How's the diet? Yeah. <laughs> I gained yeah. another 10 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel yeah. the like, fan art versus fan fiction thing. I don't think I've ever really gotten into crossover fan fiction, but fan art, I'm all for. I love the fan yeah. art. Oh, yeah. the fan art. I have the never read books. any fan crossovers. The gift book sets, too. I've read a lot of Hulak, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Hulak has its like own fandom now. It's kind of like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Hulak. I feel bad, because I kind of hate Hulak. <laughs> Why? I hate love. Do you? I don't so know. Funny. It's just like, I just don't really like crossovers. And there's so much hulak all the time, and I'm just like, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, wow, that was like my number one too. Mm-hmm. Mine's my it's okay. Two, but I don't, I don't care if other people like hulak. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not whatever. But yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. like it. I mean, I get that. Like sometimes when something gets spammed, you're kind of just like, no. I know? did. There are a couple gift sets of hulak that I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But not a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I like looking at them, but I definitely never get to a point where I'd be like, "Oh, I want this to be an actual thing." I don't want it to be real, but it's just kind of like a nice thing to think about. Yeah, you know, it, it, like it, I, there's so many oh things. God, there's it's so nice for Sherlock and my dash. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I also see how sometimes, crazy. yeah, like sometimes people take it too far and then it doesn't fit right yeah. because it's so popular. Everyone wants to, you know, jump in and bring their own. Um, like, whatever, however they perceive the conversations to be, and sometimes they just don't fit right, so I understand. Oh, get it right to your viewpoint, because Hulak is uh, mostly based on headcanon, so it's yeah. Yeah, it's pretty true. difficult to become a collective thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, yeah. um, Charlotte, what's yours? Oh, um, my number three out of four is Cabin Lock, Cabin Pressure, and Sherlock. Yes! Oh, yeah, shit! That, that I forgot Cabin Lock! Yeah, that yes, used to that be is... really big, and then Hulock swept it away, and I was disappointed. I love the idea but... of Martin and Sherlock in something. Yes. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, I read, I read this crazy, I read this crazy fic, um, like, a month back, which had, um, Martin and Sherlock going to have um, Christmas dinner at their cousin's house with their cousin being Rory Slippery from 40-something. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, what? I'm triple Cumberbatch. Oh, my God. Awesome. <laughs> There's nothing about that. I just want everything. I across you know, it's their uncle. Their, yeah, their uncle being Stephen Hawking. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> you know? You're not going to put their star in there because then I'm going to just start <laughs> stop Marsh all comes the place. With, with his chocolate martinis and you have to bite it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he's, uh, he's the embarrassment of the family. <laughs> the entire family looks alike. Yeah. Really Can you imagine you walk into a bunch of clones? Looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. Can you imagine our children <laughs> related? If to everyone them? looked like Benedict Cumberbatch, I would be really happy. I would be happy, but I'd also just be like confused. I'd be like, I'm no, I definitely wake up one day where I look Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> It gets pretty boring after a while, though, wouldn't it? No. Like, it would, no. I think. I bet yeah. it would become a bragging right thing. Like, looks like attractive celebrities. I bet people would, like, have how many did you do lists to see who could check off the most, like, Cumber family people. <laughs> it's like a big <laughs> chart. Of <Cumber> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, um, oh, God. My number four on a list of five is Lord of the Sherlock. Or oh, oh, my God. God. Oh. <laughs> We were just, uh, yeah. because we were just the guests who we were are probably so confused right now. We were talking about this before. Uh, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I pretty much made half of these just stuff we were talking about before the podcast started, and we were talking about Lord of the Rings and Sherlock put together, and we were saying that uh, the ring belongs to uh, Mycroft and Anthea Saruman, and it, it was just, it was perfect. <laughs> By perfect, you mean terrifying. It's <laughs> wonderful. But then you get even more, like, Benedict crossover between him and Smog. Oh, dear. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah! I didn't Lord of the Rings. And I can so. that. You know, there was, they've, they've done, like, different graphics where they have, like, John going into Mordor because he's looking for jam, and then, you know... <laughs> it's like a habit. It says, Basically. one does not yeah. simply walk into Mordor, and then it's just John walking with, like... Oh, God. Yeah, that was... <laughs> one does not simply walk into Mordor. John Watson walks into Mordor. Yeah. Looking for jam. Uh, and jam translating into, like, Sodom's blood or something. Oh, uh, the uh. jar is filled with blood. Chanze? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, my, um, well, I have, uh, my number three out of four is actually Twilock. And this one's more... Uh, cool. <laughs> no, no, yeah, her yeah, yeah, There's no? a reason. <laughs> okay. I know, yeah, I, I know, I know what it is, Let but... Let me explain myself. Let me explain myself, because... It's more for amusement and ridicule more than anything else, but a lot of, like, a couple of my friends were rather enamored by the concept, and they decided to mimic the writing style to fit the Sherlock characters with Twilight. I saw that. And, yeah. yeah, and so reading some of that was, like, just utterly hilarious to me. I mean, I don't know. It was it was really memorable. I can kind of see John as Bella, you know, complaining. And <laughs> yes. they made them, they made her, um, they made uh, John, they made Mrs. Hudson, like, I don't even know. They, I, it was ridiculous. They made. I, I think Mrs. Hudson could be like uh, Bella's dad. Oh, and Stamford could be yeah, the band. I think so. Stamford actually, they made um, John's mother, which was weird. But if he's the van, the van almost crashes into her. Then Edward Sherlock saves John Bella. So the van is what introduces them. So it's Stamford. Ah. Well, science yeah, class technically yeah. introduces them, though. So you, could, you know what? Okay, so Stanford is science now. He's the science, <laughs> yeah, he's the science teacher. <laughs> and he's always putting them together, and he's always like, just kiss now. Ah. 
Uh, now kiss. <laughs> but it was now really kiss. funny. It's for science. <laughs> it's for an experiment, John. It's for a case. Yeah. Oh, God. Is there a place where I can go read something like this? Yeah, it's on fanfiction.net. I'll, I'll link it to you. Oh, God. I'm so, I will put that really? in the show notes. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they only did, like, the first chapter so far because, you know, they just began it. But it's so funny. And even just the way the narrative is written, how Bella, like, sounds like she's constantly complaining and, you know, just describing the atmosphere all the time. Oh, God. Just reading even that is hilarious. So <laughs> definitely okay. have to check it out. Nice. Mia, you and a half. Um, yeah, um, my number two, oh, fuck, I'm so losing track. My you number two, count. um, is, uh, Portal Sherlock, because Ooh, I love Portal. I really like the artwork. I know, I've, that. I've, um, I like, uh, Heliocentric's, uh, work that he does for Portal Sherlock, it's just so beautiful, and I, I mean, I only just recently finished Portal, and so it just, my love is so strong for this thing. And there's so many different ways it could go. It's just like, oh, yes. So, yeah. Uh, there's so many crossovers I haven't thought of that are so, so amazing. Just I put Sherlock in everything. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Potter. It's like um, Harry Potter. You can mm-hmm. cross everything into Hogwarts. Pretty much. My or number Sherlock one is also Hula. escapes from Portal and goes to Hogwarts, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, you were saying? Oh, my number one is also Hula, because it's... I Perfect. think Hulok is on a lot of people's number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mine. <laughs> well. Except for, except for, except for Kate. Yeah. Kate's Kate just too much of a hipster. She even has the hipster glasses. Kate just doesn't like, she likes her Moffat things separate. <laughs> she likes First, her Moffat things separate. First, I thought it would work. To be perfectly honest, in my mind, it's normally a joke, um, Hulok. Because I can't take it 100% seriously. No, I think people are, like, really legit into it. And I'm just like, it dude. Works, like, I really Start- like it, but it's one of those things where I'm like, if this was real, I would punch Moffat repeatedly in the face. <laughs> he just doesn't like her Moffat. Yeah, people were, so. I saw a post going around that was like, we want an episode of Doctor Who with Sherlock Holmes, and I'm like, no. No, <laughs> we really don't. Yeah, because Sherlock is they a also- real person, so it would just be like a big mind fuck. Yeah. Because he's not real. It would just make <laughs> things too complicated, I think. Yeah. Like, if you mentioned the Sherlock Holmes books, that's about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Sherlock. If he met Arthur Conan he Doyle, Arthur. I'd be That would be really cool if he met Arthur Conan Doyle. I would love that. You know, that would be like, hilarious. If they made subtle references or something, that would, <coughs> that would be cool, too. You know, just mm-hmm. little tiny um, dialogue references or perhaps, like, actions he could, like, just talk about. That would be cool. But other than that, I agree. It wouldn't be realistic. Could you imagine you know? if the only thing that we got that was closest to a crossover was if... In an episode of Doctor Who, they're standing outside 221B and nothing happens. They're just like, I love that. I would love yeah. that. Every, that you know, would be How did they go to the Sherlock Holmes Museum? Yeah. Oh, no, they should do that. That would be awesome. Okay, Kay. Uh, are we at me? Yeah. Okay, I have two more because someone reminded me of Cabin Lock. But my number two is Potter Lock because two of my favorite things combined into one, Potter Lock. Mm-hmm. Um, and my houses for them are, um, Sherlock's in Ravenclaw, John is in Gryffindor, Mycroft is in Slytherin, and Lestrade is in Hufflepuff. But he could go either way. I'm cool with Lestrade being Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. I feel like no matter what, um, Lestrade and, uh, John would be, like, uh, broskies, and they would just, like, like, together and everything, you know, they'd be cool. 
John would definitely be on the Quidditch team. I can yeah, so would so would Lestrade. He's good at football. Yeah, I but think, I yeah. It's too much broom work for Mycroft, so. <laughs> too much broom work. I like that. <laughs> I had to make it punny. Punny, punny. Oh, dear. All right, who's next? Charlotte. I think, is it me? Yeah. yeah. I think it's Charlotte. Oh, um, so my number two is actually Hulock. Um, yeah, there's, there's not much else to say about that because I think that it's already been pretty well covered mm-hmm. thus far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three is Superlock or, uh, Sure Natural, I guess, whichever one you want. Um, because I can imagine, even though I haven't seen much of, uh, Supernatural, I think it'd be really funny to see. Sherlock and being like, what? No, th- no, because I can imagine, my headcanon is that Sherlock's atheist, right? Mm-hmm. So, I imagine him encountering demons and angels and being like, what? No, That's no. That's Kaz, and he'd just be like, the fuck is this? No, 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 you don't exist. Mm-hmm. Stop it. You're just a weird guy in a trench coat. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm the only weird guy in a trench coat around here. Stop trying to take my title. <laughs> they just have a hair yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, is, uh, am I next? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, my number two is Death Note Lock, and I know that it's like it's kind of based off of it. But oh my god! I don't know. It's, That's it's like based fan art perfectly. for it. Yeah. The Wait, there, there's fan art, art for it. Could someone link me to yes. this? I will link you, Charlotte. Don't even worry about it. But yeah, um, obviously Light Yagami would be Moriarty, and then L would be Sherlock, and John would be Watari, and I can kind of imagine, you know, and it's very obvious that, like, um, Anderson would be <laughs> Matsuda, because he, he's the, he's the one that is adorable, though! I know, he is, he's, he's adorable, but come on! Everyone, uh, yeah, I know, everyone kind of is mean to him. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be kind of weird, because, I don't know, like, the, the Lestrade would be Light's father, but it'd be weird because oh light was already, so I don't know. But uh, I can see it, you know, and it's already there. That, that was one of the first things that popped into my mind as soon as I saw, like, the BBC Sherlock. I, I was like, oh, my it, goodness, that is kind that of is funny L, because, right? obviously, you know, uh, L is actually English. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Get yeah. the fact that he's actually a white guy from England. So mm-hmm. um, pretty much yeah. the only thing that doesn't, um, the only thing that actually pretty much doesn't make these two fit together is the timelines because Death Note's very uh, keen to make sure everything fits a perfect time. Mm-hmm. And also the oh, fact yeah. that Light's an orphan, where I'm not like Elle is an orphan, whereas Sherlock has a brother and parents. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. But I just I just like, you know, looking at, like, comparing the two shows together and seeing it's how much, perfect. like, actually... Yeah, yeah it like, fits really, really, really well. Get kid, yes. you know, and, you know, the... Even being modern, you know, uh, he's very good with technology, as we've seen. We never see him, you know, we never establish, like, nobody ever establishes direct contact with Elle. And, you know, Sherlock is keen to keep his number private so that nobody, you know, is able to get in direct contact with him. And I, I don't Sherlock know. Sherlock really Holmes like- totally be, like, an alias and not his real name. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That would be, oh, my gosh. Right Can there. you so, see? So oh my god, Elle would totally call himself Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. just to you know imitate um, the books and just be like, yeah. Yep. Um, and then Reaper Sun oh did a picture uh, that was yeah, um, I saw yeah, that. I love yeah, that. Was John's Atari was really funny. Mm-hmm. John is a butler. <laughs> although, although I found it sad that I found it sad that well, I'm gonna be a, like I'm gonna spoil things right here, but uh, like I hated the the only thing that bothers me with John being Watari is that 
he kind of like dies. Yeah. Oh know. yeah, that's really sad. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. In, yeah, in that, it sucks because Moriarty. Well, he wouldn't win, but mm-hmm. he would. Yeah, die. he does eventually lose, but Who but you know you? still. Hmm? Uh, the what? god of death. Oh, for you. Around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would um, be interesting. Just I don't know, Sebastian Moran. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. This is the first thing that came up. That's <laughs> oh, just disturbing. I don't even want to. Hudson. <laughs> oh, that, like, no, because it makes sense. Because you remember that one, um, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but there's a one post where somebody, somebody asked, who's the scariest? Somebody asked Jim Moriarty, and he rates Mrs. Hudson as the scariest. So I guess maybe it, it might make sense in that regard that... I can really see, cool. I can see Mrs. Hudson as Ryuk because Ryuk is very comedic, mm-hmm. and, and you know, Mrs. Hudson would just now, laugh. Now, if Mrs. Hudson and apples ever have anything <laughs> related to them in the next few, <laughs> oh my god, I, I would, would freak! Like, like ah! Moffat doesn't know what he's doing to us when he makes Mrs. Mo- um, Hudson ask for apples and the groceries or something. Oh god! Even yeah, if I, she just like baked apple pie or something, I'd be like Ryuk right there. <laughs> It's perfect. Yeah. Not your housekeeper. It's so perfect. <laughs> oh my god, like this you can get so in depth with this cuz can can imagine like Sherlock with these little like people he's been raising up to be his little geniuses to be like uh mellow and Matt and uh near and oh. Yeah. And also amazing. like the fact that the fact that you mentioned um Mrs. Hudson as Ryuk and the fact that Light would be Moriarty, it would be weird because Basically, Mrs. Hudson would be following Jim Moriarty around <laughs> and just kind of commenting on everything he does. <laughs> oh, God. Know, oh, my God. Can you imagine if they actually, if she just looked like Mrs. Hudson and she just looked like a little old lady following him around and no one else could see oh and he was really confused for a really long time. Yeah. Oh, God. And people he would think he's up in the thin air. Oh, my God. I can imagine this really well, and it's really sad that I can, but it's very I, I feel vivid. bad for all the people watching the podcast who don't watch Death Note, because... Yeah, we pretty much like... just ruined the entire series for them. <laughs> just like, well, yeah, I can cross that off my list. Well, it's more entertaining, though. You know, Well, no, now they have a reason to watch it and compare it to Sherlock, because they can see the references that we're making, and now, and then, and now the image of Mrs. Hudson following around Jim... <laughs> It's now forever embedded within their brain. So, hope you enjoy that, you guys. You're welcome. Oh, God. Okay, well, I'm I'm going to get my number one out of the way really quickly because it's it's just um, Hulok. So, yeah. Just throw that out there. Um, Okay. And then, Jasmine, did you have any others? Um, No. Nope. Kate? Yes, um, my number one is Cabin Lock. Yes. Because Cabin Lock is the best crossover. The best all, crossover. All the Cumberbatch. Yes. Of the I, there was a fanfic I read where uh, Sherlock and Martin were obviously half-brothers. Mm-hmm. And it was just like... The first one, it's like a series, I think. But the first set of fics is just like... Char- sort of like just character studies or just like moments in time and stuff. And it's adorable. Like sort of. They're longer than that sometimes, mm-hmm. though. But, um... The second one in this little, like, set in this, like, universe, this AU where they're half-brothers, it's fucking scary as shit. Like, Can you say it without spoiling it? Is not it, like, really. scary? No? Okay. Uh, well, death is scary. Yeah. <laughs> death makes it scary. Okay. And so the other one's, like, really chill and, like, really cute, and then suddenly it's like, 
Oh god, what's happening? Oh god. <laughs> okay. Really well, you'll have to give me a link so I can let everyone yeah. know. Yeah. Cool. Okay, um, Charlotte? Oh, um, my top crossover is Sherlock with Good Omens. I don't know if there's, like, a set name for that. I, um, I know of. Sheromans? Sheromans. Sherlock Romans? That, that just seems awkward. Sherman? That sounds like Wait. a some kind of chocolate. Would you like yeah, some Sheromans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry, you were saying? Um, I, I don't know, I mean, I, is, is no, is anyone else here into that? Like, I just started no, reading his book. I, I, I've been planning oh. to get into it, but yeah. Okay, because, um, I, I guess I'll try and keep it short so that, so that we can move on, but, um, I, it's just the, the John Sherlock relationship is so similar to the, um, well, it's not really that similar to the Aziraphale and Crowley one, yeah, yeah. but, there, there are crossovers because you have like the chaotic, morally ambiguous, like dark character, and then you have the very seemingly innocent but extremely fantastic person, like anchoring him. Mm-hmm. And of course, the shippers for both are insane. And um, that's all I have to say, I guess. Nice. I can't wait to read Good Omens. Awesome. It's a great book. You'll love it. Yeah, I just ordered it from. Uh chapters a little while ago, so I'm pretty excited. Nail it to me when you're done. You wish. <laughs> I'm gonna nail it to my wall and take pictures of it. I fucking hate you, <laughs> <laughs> um, My number two is Potterloff, but we've already gone over that, so it's not really interesting, because I have the same houses as Mia, so... Mm. And Moriarty would totally, like, you know, open up the Chamber of Secrets on purpose, and, you know... Yes. Moriarty yeah. goes to Durmstrang. Oh, totally. Oh, no, is yeah, like, um... And then have, like, the tournament. Yes. I like this. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's keep going now. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Well, my number one is, of course, Hulok. And I'm just going to get, like, one little thing, um, because obviously we've discussed enough about that. Um, I don't know. I The only reason I actually – the only thing that bothers me besides, um, you know, the people who think that they can just jump in and add whatever is the fact that, like, the idea that Sherlock might be Stormageddon is kind of weird because Mycroft wouldn't really be, you know, he wouldn't fit in because he's older and obviously Stormageddon is. So, I don't know. That's the only thing. It would that's be a really bit of funny. a I was actually talking to a friend recently and we decided that Stormageddon is actually Martin Freeman's rage baby. Like, that's why he's so <laughs> filled with hatred and... Stormageddon's a really funny idea to me. Like, I've seen some stuff about Stormageddon actually being John and then, you know, Harry being his, like, adopted sister or something. Mm-hmm. So, oh. yeah. But, like, I imagine Mycroft and Sherlock have to be blood brothers, you know? I, I can't see it any other yeah. way. I imagine that too, actually, and that's the only thing that really. But I guess, you know, if you, you could, you can make it twisted around, and you could have them have another child that they forgot about somehow because of perception. Or they could, you could make Stormageddon <laughs> Mycroft, and then you could make Sherlock just a younger. I can still see I mean. Sherlock holding that against him. I know. Yeah. would tell Sherlock, and he'd be like, "Yeah, sure, Stormageddon. Try to take over <laughs> the world since you were a baby." Hmm. See, exactly. It actually makes sense. Like he's had this need to take over the world as a child since a child. You know, he had the dream. Everyone storm again when they're little. True. <laughs> technically, technically, everyone is like cousins to him now. So I guess it makes sense. <laughs> I don't know, but I I do like the concept. The concept is very droll to me. So. Yeah, it's it's just enjoyable to kind of see it, and you know, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. no, I can see wh- how this would work, or you know, pretty everything. Yeah. So. 
And I like yeah. I like how sometimes they incorporate like actual dialogue lines mm-hmm. fit perfectly because sometimes they do very well fit perfectly and I, I don't know I really enjoy that exactly. So, yeah. There was a lot of I found you know, uh, thing about uh, the Doctor Who episodes. Um, for example, the God Complex mm-hmm. when he says God or Gear, I freaked the fuck yes. out. Yes. Yeah, I'm just no, like okay. what. So yeah. I wonder if he um, did that on purpose. I mean, I can't see him not doing it on purpose, but but Gatiss wrote um Gatiss wrote Great Game and someone else. I'm not sure if Moffat wrote. It wasn't Moffat who God wrote Complex. God Complex, but it could have been someone who would watch Sherlock. Yeah, I'm sure if someone's game. watching or if someone's working with Doctor Who, they've probably watched Sherlock. Well, yeah. I mean, not only that, well, the fact that Moffat is head writer, I would think that he would review the script anyway. So maybe he just put in like little input. Totally be a footnote. <laughs> We should just put that in there just to troll the fans. You know, someone that works there would be like, why do you want this line? Like, what? He'd be like, no, 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 don't worry about it. People like it. It's like, I I I don't know, I imagine him just kind of looking at them with a smirk, like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Just let him hand down. That entire episode was actually really hulocky because it kind of went on to how the doctor was morally ambiguous. Mm So and I'm yeah. just like, yes, finally, you know, because he's not this perfect little angel. He's actually really morally ambiguous. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of caused a couple genocides, you know. Yeah. I think the doctor without a companion would be, like, just wild and doing what he wants. Yeah. Like like when, um, I forget what happened, but he thought he could control time, and he was like, time isn't the boss of me, and he was going all crazy. Oh, and oh, oh, when he tried and, and the to space fix engine. him in space. Yeah, I think. Waters on the. Yeah. Yeah, the Mars one. Yeah, the Mars. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah. Like, um, you can even see it in, like, for example, after the Doctor lost Rose. Mm -hmm. And that was a pretty deep hit for him, whether you care about her or not. I mean, she was still a companion. And, uh, when Kath, uh, not Catherine, um, Donna, they're not the same people. (laughs) When Um, Catherine takes And Donna. (laughs) 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 Um,. When he was drowning the little uh, spider babies, and uh, Donna had to tell him to stop, and you see later in, like, turn left that if she wasn't there, he would have died. Everything would have just fallen apart. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, he really needs someone to hold him down, mm-hmm. just like Sherlock. Definitely. Although Sherlock's not as bad, yeah. so... <laughs> That's because Sherlock doesn't have as much power. Yeah, That's Sherlock true. doesn't have a Sherlock TARDIS. has the doctor's power. It'd be disastrous. Yeah, the well, I don't know. I can I can kind of see John as being like you know the one that would be more more like morally centered to make Sherlock like if he goes too far. I don't know. I feel like he could be like the whole driven that far. Like I imagine. It yeah. Would yeah. Exactly. I feel action. like he could be driven that far if given an, a big enough incentive. So I don't feel particularly that he wouldn't be as bad if he wasn't provoked enough. But I feel like John can still like serve as. He'd be the I don't know, as a companion would to the doctor. I can kind of see it, you know. It, it is, yeah, a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, does anyone else who had any more? I think there was someone that wasn't finished. I think it was me, but my number one was who block anyway, so. Okay. Does it matter? And then Charlotte and Shanze, you were both done? Yes. I'm okay, done. just making sure. Um, okay, well, if we're done our um, top ten, then we're going to uh, move on to our fuck, Mary kill for this week. And 
our fuck Mary kill um, for this week is a Sherlock filled fuck Mary kill. Gasm. Yes, essentially. <laughs> um, which is Jeremy Brett, Robert Downey Jr., and Benedict Cumberbatch. So all playing, and I want to make this very the. the I want to say that I'm when I say the actors, I mean the actors portraying their Sherlock Holmes, not like. Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man. Robert oh. <laughs> yes. So. Hardy J. Holmes, Brett Holmes, and Cumber Holmes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to go first, then. And um, I'm going to say uh, I would fuck Jeremy Brett, I'd marry Benedict Cumberbatch, and I would kill Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I laugh at this. I really don't find it. <laughs> Because oh, yeah. he's actually watched Brett. I'm like, wait, have all of us seen Jeremy Brett? Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. See, so that's a thing. So I don't find it that You bad. must watch it. Yes. You must. I know. I must have mandatory, like, post. Live stream yes. it. I will. Uh, I, I actually have them, so I'll have to set up. No, them. not tonight, though, because I have homework no, 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 to do no. after yeah, this. tonight. You think I'm crazy? I'm going to bed after this. Well, I this. mean, you've done that before. I just, like, so. partied hard right after this. Okay. Anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, so that's mine. Um, Jasmine, what's yours? Mine is the same. Fuck Jeremy, Mary, uh, Benedict, then kill Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mostly because I don't really know anything about Jeremy, so fuck him. And uh, (laughs) Benedict (laughs) is amazing. I guess that applies. That applies both. Yeah, it applies like both ways. And I, I, I'm not a fan of Robert. No, I just find his Sherlock annoying so yeah I, agree. I i find him annoying as a person yeah so, i agree with I that as well one day i mean he's attractive and all i like him in other stuff i don't like him in sherlock oh my god i like uh, him I in that movie bring with, this personality um, too much into acting <laughs> the movie with zach galifianakis i like him in that one which one but that's about it oh um, the, um due date. road trip yeah yeah due date okay and Kate. that was hilarious. yeah okay mine is i would fuck RDJ Holmes, I would marry Cumber Holmes, and I would kill Jeremy Brett Holmes yeah. with a massive guilty Aww. sadness in my heart. Rolling off a cliff. But, yes, with Maureen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, they're just oh, but no, I need to defend my RDJ choice, because have you fucking seen Robert Downey Jr.? He is so hot, I don't care what any of you say. <laughs> I, I have and to admit. I, I enjoy his homes. I mean, I don't, like, really like it, and I'm sure once I watch Jeremy Brett, I will probably like his homes more than Robert Downey Jr.'s homes. Mm-hmm. That's just but... so wrong. I want his home. I want his home. <laughs> uh, but it's just, okay. yeah, Robert Downey Jr.'s too hot to pass up, but I want to marry Cumberbatch legitimately sometimes. Yeah. So <laughs> It's on my bucket list. <laughs> marry Benedict Cumberbatch. Maybe you'll meet him in Vegas. And you can have that. Yes. <laughs> Charlotte, what's yours? Um, pretty much the same as the first two people. Um, fuck Brett, Mary Cumberbatch, and kill RDJ. Uh, it's okay, and I I know I will admit that Robert Downey Jr. is really 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 hot. But have you seen Young Jeremy Brett? He was quite something. I got you. I agree. For Sherlock Holmes, like yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, with me, I have to agree with Ellen because I haven't seen anything from Jeremy Brett, so I'm kind of like, Kate. Uh, disregard you. Me. 
I don't know. I feel I feel like he's attractive to me in the same way that Benedict Cumberbatch was. Like I looked at photos and I was all, uh, you're okay. But once you see him like in motion, it is awesome. Yeah. Because I love how many people use yeah. that as like a description of why they're in love with it's Benedict Cumberbatch's so face. It's true. His, to be perfectly honest, he isn't you know the most photogenic man on earth. It's his. You see him. My move. friend says that Benedict's face like creeps him out. And I'm just, I'm trying to, like, persuade him to watch something with Benedict in it, because if he does, he'll just, like, fall in love. Exactly. But he won't do it. Have him watch <laughs> Atonement. <laughs> yeah. He just has I, a really artistically cool face. I'm just like, how does the cheekbones and the nose How do you face? Color it. How, do, how do you work? As far as Atonement, I know that this is going to make me sound really creepy and like a horny fangirl, but... If he wasn't a rapist, I I would hit that. Still the <laughs> one? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> the mustache is oh, it's okay. not bad. Martin Freeman's mustache is worse. Oh yes, true. <laughs> I'll say. Next episode. Second kid. I don't think I've seen him with the mustache. I'm gonna have to. It's pretty uh, heinous. Um, okay. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to say that I would fuck Benedict. Sherlock, only because I don't know. Oh, You're the oh, only well, okay. one who's not marrying Benedict. This is really. I know. <laughs> I would marry. Okay, here's why. Hear me out. Hear me out. Here's why. Um, I would marry Jeremy Fred <laughs> because I feel like he's more enthusiastic. Um, in terms of like you know his deductions and such. I, whereas you know Benedict is more aloof, and so maybe a one one time thing would be good. It would work out. I would see it. It would, he would be very gentlemanly and dapper and such. And I would be, I would appreciate that, right. you know, but, but, but marrying Brett would be so cool because he's, you know, very, he's genuinely more, I don't know, enthusiastic about things. He's, he's a lot more excited. He gets, he, his reactions to things I would enjoy more. Like, I would enjoy seeing those every day. I think I'd be less Benedict, intimidated like, married to Jeremy yeah. Brett than I would by Benedict because I'd have to lock him in a room and never let him out again. <laughs> that sounds so creepy. Cause, no, cause it's Okay, you don't think that someone would try and steal him from you within two seconds of marrying him? All of the girls on Tumblr. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and on top of that, you have to deal yeah, with, like, his life seems a oh bit more dangerous. Oh my god. Stash. <laughs> yeah, that picture's terrifying, by the way. I was, like, trying not to look. <laughs> That's going to need to be in the show notes. Uh, yes. Oh my free god. I'm saving that now. <laughs> I don't even want this on my computer, but I will save it for just for this photo. <laughs> He should definitely grow the, his mustache out for series two because all the other Watsons have a mustache. Yeah, I think he should and grow a mustache. Okay, I think he should grow a mustache out in Morning of Sherlock because it's the only place I will ever accept it. Here's what. Here's how I look at it. I find it that like if they if they wanted to and they saw like his mustache growing ability, they would just stick like a fake one on him just because his doesn't like compensate for Martin, for the Watson. What? Uh, uh, I know, right? All they Benedict grew me one, That's and then he shaved the it off and gave it to me. <laughs> why? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Why did I say that? This is, my <laughs> this is the 
Xander, brother. <laughs> Why am I coming up with all these bad ideas? This is so bad. He would, he would have the Ander beard and the Cumberbatch oh, mustache. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's scary. Okay, I'm going to have to. Oh, I'm stopping this right now before we finish. No, well, it's okay. We're scaring our fans. It fits the theme right now. Okay? <laughs> yes, it's a very Happy Halloween. Yeah. Free stash. Exactly. Um, oh, God, that's terrible. Enjoy that image. We should have had the Ender Brother on this episode, because that would have been terrifying. Oh, Ender Brother. <laughs> he's, he's like a haunting dream. <laughs> more scared. I saw Paranormal Activity 3 yesterday. I'm more scared of the Ender Brother. So, uh, Okay, well, we're going to go into our headcanon section then. Our And, of course, uh, headcanon is... Oh, hold on. A headcanon. Headcanon is <laughs> yeah, not a part of the published works of Sherlock, but a part of the fans' view of the show. Um, so I'm going to start with mine, and then we'll just go around. So my headcanon for this week is the idea that Mycroft controls absolutely everything in Sherlock's life. I'm talking from clothing to rent to... To meeting John. Yep, to money and just everything. Absolutely everything. I could, And in this particular headcanon, Sherlock is pretty much not useless, I don't want to say, but he... Lets it happen. The reason he dresses so nice is not because he would dress nice if he was choosing his clothes, but because Mycroft makes him wear that stuff. As in, he pretty much took out everything else from his wardrobe and was like, you have to wear suits for... I can totally see Sherlock looking like some sort of hobo. Oh, yeah. I can can imagine Sherlock just not caring about what's in his wardrobe and wearing this random crap, and then wearing like red with green and shit all the time. I do what I I want. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I do what I want, Thor. (laughs) We wear like polka dots and stripes. I actually, I actually see like Sherlock still like wanting to be as much into like suits and cool clothing as his brother. They could be, like, the sassy gay brothers of, like... <laughs> I could see it... Com- clothing competition. I could imagine he could be, yeah. like... I'm kind of, like, I like nice clothing. I'm too lazy to go out and get yeah. it. I could, I so could see it being, like, he wasn't into the clothing before only because he spent so much of his uh, time high and that after rehab, Mycroft decided he needed a fresh, clean slate and just changing everything and then Sherlock just becoming used to having yeah. to wear suits. I could see, I could totally see Mycroft saying something to the effect of, "Well, you don't look like a, you can never look like a junkie if you're in a suit." Something. Like that. that is that supposed to be like some sort of like Barney Stinson remark or something? Because I can. <laughs> is it? I don't. I don't know. I've never seen them. Um, I don't know. Advice. That's because everything's better with suits, you know. No, I've I've never like... even seen that show, so <laughs> I know it just makes you sad. Uh, but he's really. Have you met Ted? <laughs> oh God, yes. Um. Yes, so uh, that's my headcanon for this week. What's yours, Jasmine? My headcanon is that Mycroft wears his wedding ring to pretend... Oh my gosh, wait, 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 sorry. I realized my mic was off, and I just want to add to the how I met your mother stuff, because I was yelling over here, but it turns out no one hurt me because my mic was off. But the episode where he gets his heart broken, and he has, like, his montage where he suits up, Sherlock, Mycroft, and John could do that all together and have, like, a triple suit up, and it would be incredibly epic. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, I agree with that. that. Okay, I'm sorry I interrupted yours. (laughs) Okay, 
Mine is that Mycroft wears his wedding ring to pretend like he's married, because I, I could totally see him, like, I, I don't want to say alone, but just, like, pretending like he has, like, a status in marriage or something. Because, to be perfectly honest, marriage makes you look better when you're a politician. Yeah. Because it implies you're more of a stable person when it really, yeah, there's plenty of single people who are more stable, but, you know, whatever. I could totally see it being, like, Mycroft doesn't want to be approached. Like, he doesn't well, want someone to hit on him, romantic. so he wears a ring. That's such... That'd be... He's totally gay for the Sean. No, he's just too hot for for this world, I guess. I could see or him... Or perhaps his ring is some sort of key to, like, his secret government... <laughs> like, it's a poison <laughs> ring. He can kill people. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> like his umbrella sword. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Umbrella sword, ring key, you know, that's because, how like, He presses, like, a tiny little button on the key, and it pours out, like, cyanide and two little drinks. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what's this ring? A key to the city. <laughs> okay. Um, my headcanon um, is not one that's, like, I'm really hardcore about, but it's just come up, um, is the, the Hamish Watson Holmes stories. Yes. That have been yes. running around Tumblr, and I love them. I'm not into kidfic. I usually think kidfic is really weird and annoying, but this one is fabulous, and I, I love know, I, every single one of them. I have one never read any. I. I have never read any of the Hamish stories, and I feel like a really bad fan for. Go read them right now. You don't need to feel like a bad fan, but you should read them. <laughs> I think you should explain yeah. this to me in a little more depth because I've never heard of this before. Oh, okay. Um, basically, it's like um, John and Sherlock decided they want to have children, and John's sister Harry and her—I I guess she's with Clara in this universe—they um, want a kid too. So Sherlock. Uh, and John, like, give their sperm so that, like, they each have a kid. Mm-hmm. But Hamish is the biological son of Sherlock, uh, Sherlock. and Harry. Okay. So Here, No, I thought, no, it's no. Not. I saw stuff about how uh, they had a surrogate mother, and John... Yeah, they did. One girl oh, I thought was, it was like, Harry, wanted. though. No, what no, I saw I thought... was there was two surrogate mothers they could choose from, and one kind of looked like a femme version of John, and the other looked like a femme yes. version of Sherlock. Oh. Yeah, John picked the femme version of Sherlock, so it was kind of guaranteed the kid would look like Sherlock. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had, oh, well, I guess I have a headcanon about a headcanon. <laughs> <laughs> headcanonception? Headception. <laughs> Headception. Oh, dear. But, Aren't you cool? yeah. But basically, a, a bunch of little, little drabbles and short stories about... Hamish's, you know, and, antics. And he has his his own blog at this point, and it's yes. Hamish-Watson slash, I mean, not slash, dash home dot Tumblr, and it's yeah. really cool because they have all the fix, um, all the little drabbles there. They even have, the, it's also an RP blog, so you, you can ask questions to Hamish, and he'll answer them, and I don't yeah. know. I, I'm also a huge fan. And, and Colin like, Morgan is Hamish. Yeah, I found yes. it really funny because Colin... Um, Morgan is portrayed to be Hamish. Um, that's some people who like myself like Merlin, and they say yeah. that um, he gets a blonde boyfriend that looks like uh, Bradley James. Or, I've heard that uh, one. King Arthur, yeah. and it's really yeah. funny because it's just kind of like, oh my god, what what if he had magic and ah? That'd be All cool. the crossovers. And suddenly you're not sure what you're crossing over yeah. anymore. <laughs> Merlin <laughs> Lock. <laughs> 
That'd be a really cool it's way like to do It's like Merlin Lock, Merlin Lock, Merlin Lock. <laughs> That'd be a really cool way to do Merlock, though, Murlocs. I think. Because I don't like the idea of, like, anyone else really having magic in a Merlock crossover except for Merlin. Mm-hmm. So, like, Hamish could be, like, his reincarnation or whatever. So cool. I've seen stuff like that, like, a lot in Merlin fan fictions. Like, he's reincarnated into the modern world. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. But yeah, who's next? Uh, Charlotte? Yes. Oh, sorry, my microphone was off again. Why, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it's, it's really not very good. It has this, like, button that shifts constantly. Um, but headcanons, I think I mentioned this earlier, but uh, my current headcanon, it's pretty recent, is uh, is uh, Mori Party Laser Light Shows, which basically the idea is that when Moriarty is really bored, he has these, like, one-man light show things with his, laser, with his lasers to entertain Sebastian Moran, and he, like, always sets them to Lady Gaga songs and then dances centrally for Sebastian's entertainment. That's a pretty <laughs> awesome really headcanon. Yeah. I'm pretty sure on one of the episodes we had a headcanon about uh, Moriarty loving really bad pop songs, so it ties in yeah. very nicely with that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, mine is Hulock because I ran out of normal Sherlock ideas, and this isn't one I go by strongly, but in the Hulock universe it's a headcanon, and it's that uh, Moriarty is, a lot of his evilness came from the fact that he was at one point a companion of the Doctor, and the Doctor left him, but not like a long-time companion, but, you know, he just met him, but, he, you know, he's like, oh, so you don't stay with me, blah, blah, blah. And then the master picks him up for a bit and, com- you know, completely corrupts him. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that's kind of what caused him to be such a bad person. So, yeah. Aww. Sad. Oh. I- I've seen a lot of Hulak fix going around where it's uh, the doctor and Moriarty encountering each other. And Moriarty's like, it shows a lot of versions where he's like uh, the other kid of River or something like that. And he's like, or uh, um, Amy and Rory, or he's like, oh, but I wasn't good enough, but Sherlock was, or oh, John was, mm-hmm. thanks, you know, that's really nice, and that's yeah. when he talks to Sherlock. That's kind of cool. Cause they're, oh, wow. Yeah, because he sees okay, it as but they're both equals. Oh, sorry. It's okay. No, keep yeah. going. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, because I'm like, he sees oh. it beyond the fact that they're, like, equals and challenge each other, but also, like, oh, the doctor likes you more, so I'm going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So, He's like Petunia for him. <laughs> Mm. Okay, um, my headcanon is actually the conversation that happened between Mike Stanford and Sherlock before, um, before Mike, um, uh, talked to John. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it popped into my head as for those passing conversations initially, you know, like the kind where you just make small talk with whomever you're, you're seated next to in an entirely random public area. And yeah, so it's, I assume that perhaps, um, Mike started talking about the weather, and, you know, Sherlock didn't respond at first because he tends to remain aloof in, like, really social matters. But then after a pause, he would react, like, instantaneously, examining the weather patterns over, like, the past week or describing chemical properties of the weather that, like, at the particular moment. And then, like, um, Mike was both astonished and amazed, so he just continued it because he he felt that he needed to configure more about, um, like, how odd he was. And so they eventually got to, like, talking about um, domestic life and how he needed flatmates. Sherlock, um, probably figured that Mike was really bored and so he needed to, like, just know about whoever was seated next to him and Sherlock just happened to be there. So he just kind of indulged 
in telling him that he needed a flatmate anyway, and I don't know. And then Mike just probably chuckled off whatever theory Sherlock might have presented him within the time period because he might have just gotten really excited and started talking about things because someone's actually like paying attention to him. So I don't know. That was my little head cannon for Mike cool. and Sherlock. Yeah. I, I imagine. Uh, what is it? Like, um, I've had a head cannon for a while that uh, Sherlock never actually needed um, a flat because um, yeah, like look at his suit. I, yeah, like uh, for example, the really nice suits and um, all the experiments he has that costs money to get material like that mm-hmm. and not just the influence. And I doubt it's all from. Uh, Mycroft. So I mean, for example, he had to have an inheritance from a family like his because I always imagine he's pretty um, well. Yeah, because the home. Yeah, the Holmeses are definitely pretty aristocratic. Yeah, like you mm-hmm. can just tell that in like how like you can just tell that in his actions. Like he was raised very. Yeah, he wasn't Hush. raised out of yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas John was raised like all middle class. So it's really funny. And I, that's another reason why I imagine, like, Sherlock never goes shopping or ever does anything domestic, because he doesn't understand how that really works, even at his age. He's just kind of like, what? Yeah. He's like, like, no, you I have would... people do that for exactly. you. Exactly. John's like his, his, uh... Maid? Yeah, pretty much his replacement butler. <laughs> what did he... <laughs> what and suddenly, I have bat luck headcanon where John is Alfred, and yes. Sherlock yes. is Batman. <laughs> Oh, dear God. That's awesome. I might have to take the slashing out of that, though. (laughs) Yeah. Who would be Robin, though? Who would be Robin? I wonder. Mycroft. (laughs) Mycroft Mycroft in a weight fluctuation where he's kind of fat in a Robin outfit. (laughs) Just imagine it. I kind of see Sherlock, like, trying to force him to become Robin. You just see him, like, every time he sees him, he would refer to Mycroft as Robin, and Mycroft would be like, don't do, like, just stop doing that. Stop saying that I'm that person. And then he would secretly just wear the costume and be like, I, I like this, actually. I feel like there's no holy deduction, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> holy deductions. I don't know. That's awesome. That, yeah. I don't know where I just came And Moriarty would definitely be the Riddler. Oh, for sure. Yes, yes. That you could pull off that suit. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Skin tight and all. Yep. Yes. <laughs> okay, well... Um, so many skin tight outfits. Not enough time for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we're finished our headcanon, and um, uh, we're going to let our guests go. Uh, but before we, let, before we let them go, I'd like to just say thank you so much for coming on the show, and we've really appreciated you being able to do this. Um. Thank you for having us. It was, yeah, thank it was you. really, really nice. We loved yeah. it. And, you know, we were discussing this before, and we were really, really, really excited. So, you know, it's yeah. just great well, to actually be on here. That's good to hear. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, we're just going to take a quick ba- uh, break um, to let them go, and then uh, we will be right back in about two seconds. Okay, um, welcome back, guys. Uh, this is a short little break there. We're going to jump right into our community shout-out for this week. And our community shout-out... Um, 
of course, is our section where we like to highlight someone from the fandom. Oh, sorry, hold on again. Uh, I just have to go and let my close my window because my dog is barking. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can't hear the dog barking, so yay for being able to edit that out. Indeed. Sorry, I should have done that before. Um, we can edit it out. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, so uh, my community shout-out for this week is um, to the kink meme mods, who are known as um, Snowishness, uh, Meryl Chan, and Ellie Hell. And I just wanted to um, make them my community shout-out for this week because they do so much work on the kink meme, and I've been doing a lot of research for um, a new section that I'm thinking of starting. And so, yeah, just I've definitely been able to see all the work that they've done, and it's just astounding that they have that much time on their hands. So I'm just going to... I'm just telling them they don't have lives. No, 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 no. But, I mean, they obviously put a lot of work into it, and it must be really hard because, like, something like that, it just, it's always growing. Like, you never get a resting period. So, yay to them for being cool and running an awesome team. team. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My community shout-out is for um, Rockin' Janelle, and she makes these amazing MyStrad fanfics. Mm-hmm. I feel That's really right. bad because I follow her, but I actually haven't gotten the chance to read any of them. Oh, you should read them. They're really good. You have to read them. So, uh, no. I'll read them tonight. Yeah. So, <laughs> that would be cool. Good. Cool. Uh, my shout-out? Huh? Oh, yeah. She does have Moliarty. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She talks about it a lot. I'm really into Moliarty in my head. <laughs> Moliarty's awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, my community shout-out is for uh, Valeria2067, um, because she created Hamish Watson Holmes, which is my headcanon, and she's pretty funny and pretty cool, so everyone should go follow her on she Tumblr. Also, she's really she badass. Um, the BAMF moments or whatever? The Yes, yeah. she did do BAMF. She's also and Bamf. pretty funny because her, um, she's married, and her husband's a Sherlock Holmes fan, too, so it's, like, really funny. Cause but not to her extent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's really funny because you get to see, like, on her Tumblr, you get to see her moments where she's kind of, like, talking about how hilarious of a fanboy her husband is, and everyone on Tumblr is just like, we want a marriage like yours. <laughs> Basically. It's really, it's really funny. That's wicked. Yeah. Um, mine is uh, thesmirch.tumblr.com because uh, they're one of those people that follow me and I follow them and we don't talk, but they're really awesome and their blog is just amazingness. But And they do like Sherlock, but there's not a ton of it on their blog. It's mostly, there's a lot of home stuff and obviously... Uh, Smirch, so if you like that, you should go follow them. And if not, you should follow them anyways, because they're cool. Sweet. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, then I'm just going to jump into our um, From the Fandom really quickly, because I have two uh, little things for us to do. Um, question of the day this week or whatever, but um, I have some feedback and stuff that I'd like to bring up. Um, so this one was from a little while ago. I totally forgot to put it in our last episode, and then I think it missed our one before that. So I'm just going to put it in here now. But um, 
Sibi Holmes, S-I-B-I Holmes on Tumblr, was our first person to send us a Gmail message. So awesome to them. That's really cool. Um, Because, they, yeah, they were the first person to send us an email, and that's, like, totally awesome. Because I have, I just recently set it up on my um, my iPod, so I'll get all of my, um, anything that comes through the Gmail, I get on my iPod. And I just saw it there, and I was so confused for a second. I was like, where is this message come from? Because oh. no one emails <laughs> us. Because hmm? they, just, they just Tumblr ask us. So no yeah, one well, I mean, and no, and I understand why. I mean, we're uh, it's a lot easier to go into your Tumblr ask, but I just think that's pretty cool. So what she had said was she was replying to the question we had had before about do you think British programs are better than American or your native country um, ones, and she had said uh, they both, or he, I guess, he or she, yes, they said, Sir. Uh, <laughs> um, they said uh, they both have their strengths and weaknesses, so saying one is better than the other isn't really fair. Though British programming does kick ass in their own way, you can't forget about shows like Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, Med- Mad Men, Bed Men, um, Lost, Adventure Time, Game of Thrones, and so on. Um, and she says, yes, I noticed that most of them are from AMC, but you can't blame me. And then for our other question, which was, if not, why do you think there's a perception of this? She said, I'm not too sure. It could be simple stubbornness. It could be more complicated like all the crap tel- or all the crap American TV does broadcast. Uh, but hey, I'm sure there's crap across the pond, too. Um, either way, saying something is better than the other shows one's immature immaturity and lack of willingness to explore new ideas and to grow, which I think makes a really good point. Um, I'm not going to go into it too much because we elaborated it on the uh, previous shows, but yeah, I thought that was a really good point and you know, totally awesome for being our first emailer. So yeah, everyone else should go and email us and just send us awesome, cool words. Because it makes you cooler when you email yeah. us. Yeah, I, I appreciate you so much more when you email us, obviously. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing was from our last episode where I had asked for um, examples of uh, Colin Firth's attractiveness, uh, a bit not good yeah on Tumblr sent, us, uh, sent me oh, the example oh yeah. of Mr. Cool. Darcy. Mr. Darcy's Colin Firth, um, which I went and looked pictures up, and yes, okay, I'm down for this. Um, Colin Firth, uh, young Colin Firth is Mr. Darcy. I now find him attractive. That is, like, the most attractive thing Yay, he's ever done. Yeah. Yet. You you I'm really crazy. don't understand how much I love Colin Firth as Mr. Darcy. <laughs> like, I love Colin Firth, period, but Colin Firth as Mr. Darcy is like, destroyed everything I ever wanted from a, another human being. <laughs> Like, romantically, it's over. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I, I'm really glad that she sent that in because I, you know, I can totally see it now. So thank you to her for that. And, um, yay. Yeah, so that's our From the Fandom section. And um, now we're just going to go into a few housekeeping things before we wrap up. If you'd like to get updates on the show or drop us a note and say what you thought of the show, we have an official Sherlock Fancast Tumblr, which is Sherlock Fancast 
Um Sounds such a surprising name. Yes, I wonder why. <laughs> Uh, we also yeah, wonder why we're called that. We also have personal Tumblr accounts. Um, mine is followhereThere.tumblr.com. Mine is j-moriarty.tumblr.com. Mine is goldfish945.tumblr.com. And mine is atrociousaardvark.tumblr.com. Shut up. And we also have, of course, a Gmail account, so if you'd like to send us emails um, with whatever you'd like to put in there, you can send those to SherlockFanCast at gmail.com. Another thing that I'd like to say, if if you'd like to send, is any interesting articles you read about Sherlock or any kind of interesting news stuff, because that's always cool. I'm always looking for new things to put in our news section, so just make sure that it um, is fairly recent and that we haven't done it on the show yet. So, yeah. Um, And if you like the show, why not let your friends know? Um, Obviously, we have a Tumblr account. We also have an iTunes page. Um, If if you got a few seconds and if you were to use our iTunes page, it would be great if you could go on there and rate us and review us because that gets us up onto the um, new new, new and noteworthy or onto the hot section, which will get us, get us out to more people. So, um, if you've got a second, go and rate us and review us. That'd be cool. Um, we also have a SoundCloud page and I'd like to just say someone sent me a message about this a while ago. Um, our SoundCloud page, if you go on there, you can download the show from the SoundCloud page. There's a download option on there. I don't know the specifics of it right now, but I know that there is up to, I think 10 free downloads for people. So, um, everyone who wants to do that and doesn't use iTunes or something can go and do it that way. And um, also subscribe to us on iTunes if you like getting this show regularly. Um, If you subscribe on iTunes, it goes right into your podcast section and it updates um, every time I update the SoundCloud page. So it's easier for you. Um, I'd also like to give a special thank you to uh, both SoundCloud for um, hosting us and to the Sherlockology team especially because we are now in their links page under their podcast section which is wicked awesome and I was so happy that that happened so thank you, thank you, thank you to them I know they're really busy and for them to be able to take a a little bit of time out of their hands to do that was great Um, again I'd like to just say thank you to um, uh, Sean Zay and to Charlotte who are on Tumblr, they're Tumblr names are Cosmos Trucker and Have Tardis Will Travel. So go and follow them because they're cool. Um, as well as everyone. Uh, what? I, I was just going to mention how funny it is. Have Tardis Will Travel was on here when I kind of promoted her last week, last time. And I'm just like, this is freaky. See, now, now she knows. <laughs> <laughs> I think she already knew. No, no, no. I mean, now she knows that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> and I'd also just like to thank everyone who's been reblogging the show. Um, I, I mean, I'm not going to be picky, obviously. I love anyone who does anything having to do with our show, but I especially love the people who reblog it because that way it gets out to their followers and they can let everyone know that that's what they're listening to. Um, and we just want to whore ourselves yes, I just, out, I, so it's pretty nice. I only, <laughs> the numbers only matter to me. Ugh. So, yeah. And, um,. <laughs> Yeah, our last housekeeping thing is I'd just like to say that uh, by the time this uh, show is out, 
it will be a week to the great Sherlockian debate. And apparently this early this week, we're supposed to be finding out who's going to be in the audience. So I'm crossing my fingers that I'm on uh, the audience list because that would be so wicked awesome. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Does anyone have anything? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Non-commitment. Okay, well, on that awesome, (laughs) awesome note, thank you. Um, I'm going to say goodbye to our lovely listeners, and um, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.